This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about fire in the sky. And smoke on the water? This movie came out in 1993. Directed by Robert Lieberman. Written by Travis Walton and Tracy Torme. Oh, every Starry time somebody TV. says Robert, I think Loja now. It's like, oh, Robert Loja? No, Lieberman. Ugh. Sorry, Starring D.B. Sweeney, Robert Patrick, <laughs> Craig Sheffer, Peter Berg, Henry Thomas, James Garner. Who else you got here? The guy from City Slickers. Who played the sheriff or whatever? Uh, Noble Willingham. Oh, that's Noble Willem- Willingham. Yeah, um, it also has uh, Catherine Wilhoit. Did you guys recognize her? No. She is. She's the, the... blossom-looking lady. Yes, she's yeah. the the one like sort of waitress friend from Roadhouse. Oh yeah, that's the yeah. only thing I ever. <laughs> the only thing I can remember seeing her in. Yeah. All right. D- well, D- this D- was D- Sweeney. Uh, just real quick. D.B. Sweeney, uh, Hollywood's Finest Nostrils. <laughs> God damn it. Sorry. D.B. Sweeney, what happened to that guy? That guy sucks. All right. Um, no way. I know, he's in your favorite movie of all time, so therefore... No? It's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, this was my pick. Um, <laughs> it is funny. This is... Anyway... As I've mentioned many times in this podcast, I was I was obsessed with alien stuff when I was a kid, uh, terrified of all of it, and yet I would still watch anything having to do with aliens, uh, sightings, unsolved mysteries. Uh, and then '93, right? This is when right when X Files comes out. Like it was all over the place. I guess Fox would do all this stuff, and so mm-hmm. somehow I knew about the Travis Walton story before Fire in the Sky. So it must have been a special episode of sightings or something, but. I was 100% on board with it, but terrified out of my mind to watch it. <laughs> um, I don't believe we saw this in the theater. Me and a couple of my buddies rented it and watched it, and I don't think I even saw the end. I was like watching through my fingers the whole time. Um, yeah, and I just but this was this story I was obsessed with uh, when I was in high school. I used to draw little aliens like just as on my notepad and have little word bubbles like here travis 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 and i'd show it to my buddy adam and i'd get him to laugh every single time and you get thrown out of class those are my favorite things to do we were obsessed with the story i don't know why um but yeah watching it now this movie kind of blows but as a kid it terrified the, the heck out of me uh, i disagree all right yeah. but but did um, you uh speaking of uh et you recognize henry thomas right yeah i did i did this time I did. I did not recognize <laughs> okay. it when I watched it as a kid. And I was like, that's two of my th- biggest fears of all time. E.T. and Fire <laughs> in the Sky in the same movie. Um, 
I do wonder if that's yeah. stunt casting. It's gotta be, right? Even though it's kind of a smaller part, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised, like, Robert Dreyfus wasn't in here somewhere. And... <laughs> I don't know, any other person from an alien movie. Um, all right, uh, Alex, what's your history with this movie? Uh, the trailers just look cool to me and my dad. So we trucked on over to our old movie theater back in the day, the Cynodome, and we watched it there. And I remember, and this was one of the few movies where the projector crapped out right before, like, the syrup hit <laughs> his face. They're like, oh, oh man, come on. Ooh, so we're there for, like, five, seven minutes or something, just waiting to come back on. And then it came back on, and Sween got the syrup in the face. He, he got the syrup in the face. He sure did. <laughs> All right, Scott, <laughs> what's your history with this? Uh, I I want to say I saw this all the way through at some point, uh, but it would have been a very long time ago on cable. Um, yeah, I remembered some stuff from it, but I don't know if that was just trailer bait. Um, so yeah, I, I pretty much feels like my first time watching it. Uh, I used uh, Max. Uh, H- I'm, I'm calling it HBO Max because it's dumb. I yes, used I <laughs> I use HBO Max, right? Uh, which should just be HBO. Like, whatever. But, um, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I, th- this was, uh, this, well, well, we'll get in, more into it, but I was surprised by this movie. All right. And I will say just, Fire in the Sky was one of those, if someone mentioned that movie, it would give me, like, the chills. <laughs> It'd give you syrup vibes? It would. Scissor- and all the, I mean, even until recent, vibes. I mean. Up until we watched it right now, and then it's not scary at all. But <laughs> for the first forty years of my life, or whatever this, I mean, it was just you'd say it was instant terror. And uh, glad I conquered my fear on this one. But anyway, let's get into it. We're each going to talk about seven items from the movie. I will go first, and I'm just going to say I'm tired of these goddamn fucking round glasses. They're killing me in this movie. <laughs> oh, Dallas's glasses. Dallas, and then that other one of the, like the oh yeah UFO the, nerds. Not Ethan Hawke. Do you yeah, had one. That. Uh, I just I oh, guess yeah. this was the style of the time. I don't remember this really being that big of a style, and just I did not like that Dallas character at all. He was a big putz, and I hated him. Well, he wouldn't yeah. be a lumberjack. He was a freaking weirdo. And then it's a director. Um, yeah, and just uh. Whatever. I was just tired of these round glasses. They're killing me. Like, you know where's round glasses? Drink a tote from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Super villains. Not these guys. <laughs> Judge That's Doom. It. He had round glasses. Too. <laughs> Judge Doom. Yeah. Oh, have you seen Judge Doom? Is that Disney's oh, yeah, Disneyland's Oogie Halloween Boogie. thing? Oogie Boogie yeah. Bash. No. It's awesome. Nice and he does off. the yeah, like these little things we can walk by evil characters and we get trick or treat, kind of trick or treat. And then he is up there doing a monologue and he opens up a can of dip and he has like a fake shoe and he dips it in the dip. It's really cool. <laughs> like, I don't think they've ever leaned on the Judge Doom character. It's kind of, yeah. They're pulling out some, <laughs> yeah, some, uh, dusting off some villains from the, uh, from the past for this. You, Oogie Boogie. So you did that, uh, recently, Joe? No, I just watched. Okay. Laura and I watch all sorts of like just yeah. Disneyland videos on YouTube. And That's stuff, so. we're we're at that point where we don't watch Let's Plays. Like we just watch other people going to amusement parks. <laughs> other people have fun. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, all right, uh, Alex, number seven. My number seven is. <laughs> uh, I'm way past the age where I fervently believe that lie detectors are infallible. <laughs> With what we know now, we know that all lie detectors, each and every one, are a bunch of just fucking baloney. They just, if uh, the only question that is true that the lie detector can detect is like, is this detector making squiggly lines? Yes. True. That's it. <laughs> That's all it does. So knowing what I know now, that scene, it was kind of meaningless for me. But at the uh, time, when I was a kid, it was like, oh my god, they're, they're all telling the truth. Are, are they are they complete bunk? Like, I, yes. That's why they're well, not they, they can't be submissible. Yeah, they're not admissible. They're not, yeah, no, no, like, I, I, I agree that they're not, like, reliable, but, like, on aggregate, like, are they going to pick up more lies than not? I think, I think, I, yes. I think that's true, yes. False positives. Yes, you're right, yeah, and it is exactly. It's both. That's why you can't have them in court. Right, right. That's yeah, why I it's mean, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're trying to prove whether you saw aliens or not, I guess it's a useful tool, but nah. But yeah, it doesn't prove. Even if, said, even if you get it right, you're still going to second guess them. If you get it wrong, you second guess them. So, mm-hmm. and it was invented by the guy who came up with Wonder Woman for crying out loud. So, Wonder Woman. That guy's a you guys genius. Know that? <laughs> I did, did not know that. that. Was that in yeah. that weird? <laughs> Biopic that I never watched. Uh... Oh yeah, with the three ladies. With the, oh the the two ladies and that guy. Yeah, the that guy was cool. like a weirdo. Yeah, but that's why like the lasso of truth. It's like all that stuff comes from this guy, and he's in bondage. He's he's a pervert. The lasso um, of truth, however, is hundred percent accurate. Yes, I I will <laughs> believe that. Oh, there's there's a super cool panel where, like, Justice League, whatever. And Soup's Batman and Wonder Woman like all agree to like share the true identities, and Wonder Woman goes like Diana, whatever, Princess of Themyscira, and then uh, Superman goes Superman, Superman. and Clark Kent, um, <laughs> and then Batman just goes Batman. <laughs> Whether whilst they're touching the lasso, <laughs> that's right. Every true Batman fan knows that. He's disguising himself as Bruce Wayne. All right. Even though, not according to Kill Bill. Anyway, uh, Scott, <laughs> number seven. That Bill doesn't uh, know shit. Yeah. Uh, number seven is, uh, there. there's some um, good writing here. Um, yeah. With, with, with the way that they introduce the characters um, and, and some of the other stuff that goes on. But um, I, th- I thought it was clever in the beginning. Um, how they introduced all the characters by going through like the recap with the police guy. Like, yes, it's exposition, like an exposition drop. But I thought it was, it was a very clever way to do it, just to get it out of the way. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I I, I was reading uh, the the trivia. I guess there were supposed to be seven guys, but they cut it down to six because they're like, eh, like it's already kind of too many. <laughs> and uh, even then, they really had it down to like four guys. Like yeah, a couple was, of the guys I'll never even talk to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, like Henry Thomas and the other guy. Like, yeah. Was, Henry Thomas was kind of around to be like the weak link, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, yeah, that 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 that, that was good. Um, I like the way that they um, that there, there's kind of tension amongst the the loggers. Um, it kind of, it kind of reminded me a little bit of the thing. Um, 
they're not necessarily on edge the same way that those guys are that are stuck out in the middle of Antarctica. Um, but, um, there's, uh, like, yeah, they're, they're out there doing the shitty work. Um, they've got, you know, stuff in the personal lives going on. They don't really want to be there. Um, they're, you know, there's the squabbling and then the fighting. Um, I, I don't understand, like, like you, you kind of mentioned that, um, Craig Sheffer's character, Dallas, um, they, they, they do overdo it a little bit with that. Because uh, Robert Patrick does have some agency there, like, like he could fire that guy. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. just constantly antagonizing yeah. the rest of the crew. Um, I mean, the only thing I think of is that he's just like desperate to get the work done, um, so he puts up with it. But it seems like it's been happening for a while. Yeah, um, so he's gonna lose the house. Blossom yeah, told him so. But yeah, but anyways, just like the first like, like ten fifteen. Oh no, minutes. there's a spaceship. Yeah, twenty minutes. Are, are... <laughs> Uh, they, they they feel very tight in the way that they introduce that. Like I like the way they introduce uh, James uh, Garner. Um, the the line, I forget the exact line, but when the the sheriff is like, "Oh, like you've never like not solved a case," and he's like, "Yeah, that's not true, but but I make it work." Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not a bad myth. Or it's not yeah, a bad yeah, rumor. yeah, yeah. And that was a cool way to set up that character, where that that character is like not necessarily a badass, but like a you know relentless kind of lawman. Um, yeah, just a lot of like tight writing in the, in the beginning. He's a close-minded, stupid chief, is what he is. <laughs> he does kind of right. a little bit of the stupid chief, yeah. Um, I agree with everything you're saying. The one thing I, I'm not a forester. Don't ever claim to be. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Just cutting down a couple of trees, and he's the, and there's one guy is going to carry a, like a few logs to put him in what, the back of the pickup truck. Were they deforesting with the pickup truck? What was going on? Yeah, there? I didn't. Like, I didn't know where they were. Like where Henry Thomas was carrying all those smaller branches. Like, yeah, they were cutting down forever. If he's going to take a nah, tree down, but they were like cutting down whole trees. Were they just leaving the trees there and just picking up the yes. brush? They said they said they, specifically that they were clearing brush though, not trees. Yes. So I don't know See, why they were cutting down trees. Well, because you've never seen a, a logging show. <laughs> like me and the We've got Yukon logging or whatever. Okay. And yeah, well, by the time the show gets on, they all they all have the machines that they hook the logs onto to pull them up the hill so they can put them on big flatback trucks and everything. But those trees are already knocked down. So I think what they were doing was cutting down all the trees, cutting off all like the bigger branches on everything so that they're ready to get hauled off. So they needed to clear that entire section, and then afterwards they come in with the big machinery and the big flat. Bre- oh, okay. Flat so they were doing kind bed of trucks with semis. Work. Yes. Okay. I, guess I don't think that's going on here. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. It seemed, seemed like I, I think you say with, like with, like some chainsaws were going to clear an entire forest, though. Like, <laughs> well, just that. Section. Yeah, I was going to say. I think what Alex is saying is accurate. I just don't think that's what they were doing here. Like the director's like, okay, we got a few chainsaws in this little part of the of the woods. Let's cut a couple trees and just show these guys are doing stuff, right? Like that's what I get out of it. Also, fun fact: Arizona actually does have forests. <laughs> I know. Wow, wow, wow! I was waiting for a chainsaw battle, like a chainsaw fight. That would have been cool. That, that been cool. <laughs> it's like, what movie am I watching? Um, all right, we're on to my number six, right? Right. Um, yes. Early in the mid beginning, when they're like, "Tell me about Travis Walton or whatever." Oh, he was like my best friend, and then he goes flashback. And 
Stevie Sweeney just Stevie <laughs> Sweeney's like they're trying to show him to be like he's this lucky co lucky guy and he's driving his motorcycle. He looks so awkward riding that goddamn motorcycle like he's never been on one before. Just cracked me up. And then they were showing like the little his little daughters and the way they filmed them, they looked like little aliens and then he's climbing <laughs> up the roof and looking in the window like an alien and then he goes upstairs and like creepily staring at the girl sleepy. Like I don't know if that's what they were going for. Because they're like, this is all he's he's got alien behavior, man. You know what? You can't trust I don't know. this guy. <laughs> I don't know about the little girls, but I think I do see a little bit of an abduction connection from him going yeah. up through the window. Yeah, the little girls was just a coincidence. <laughs> they looked a little creepy, but I think all little kids are a little creepy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just him just climbing on the roof and looking through the window at both times, and then him just not being able to ride a motorcycle. I think DB Sweeney's just has been a, has been a drama nerd his whole life, and then just they put him on a motorcycle, and he's like, "All right, here we go." Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. That's my number six, Alex. Number six. Uh, I know we're going to be talking about the aliens later on. I have more to say about them on my list, but for right now. <laughs> and I kind of didn't make this connection the other couple times that I've seen this movie, but I don't think these guys were licensed doctors or scientists that were abducting people. <laughs> like, I don't think whatever alien government they uh, they are beholden to uh, gave them a license to operate on. Would, 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 Alex, would you say that they were illegal aliens? <laughs> they sure as shit were. <laughs> They were like, like redneck aliens. They were just out for a good time yes, on the planet Earth. Or they were poachers. Maybe they took out like some teeth or kidneys or something, or they stole some memories. I don't know. Like to sell in the black market, but nothing in there was very sanitary. And I mean, <laughs> aliens, you would think, right? Alien scientists. It's like, nah, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I think these guys are like backwater like trappers or something on the run from the law, just trying to make a couple bucks. If, if, Make if some moonshine really, out of those human eyes. Yeah. If, if they really wanted to be accurate, like, the aliens would have died as soon as they came in contact with the human from the myriad germs that... That is true. <laughs> that, that we carry around with ourselves. Yeah, that is 100% that should have, true. That, that eventually will wipe out all, all human life mm-hmm. as we know it. You know, but we just haven't been around long enough for it to happen. Yep. And then and there was specifically just... Specifically D.B. Sweeney. He's got a lot of germs. <laughs> Well, he he doesn't because those giant nostrils just filter everything. Yeah, out. that's true. No, no, he just gets more in him. He just can suck more in. <laughs> well, he's got the hairs there. They're like it's more powerful. And one of these drunk backwater aliens fell asleep in a spacesuit for Pete's sake. <laughs> yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> well, he said he was just he was drunk. He was uh, yeah. Hey man, hopped, what are you doing? Hopped up on, on on human hooch. Yeah, I don't think you should be here, man. <laughs> the other guys get out of their spade soup. Dude, what's up with what's up with Gorb? Ah, he's drunk ass. Just leave him in there. I'll come to parties yeah. later. <laughs> Look, he can puke in there for all I care. I'm not <laughs> cleaning it up. But they don't clean up anything anyways. Damn, that spaceship was fucking dusty. Oh, the, all the all the the loose like clothing and other articles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lazy lazy aliens, really. Yeah, lazy fucking aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Said, they're the rednecks. They probably got a couch laying around in there somewhere. <laughs> that's, that's got duct tape all over it. Yeah. Yeah. And a TV and another TV. All right. Um, Scott, number six. Okay. Uh, my number six. And I didn't understand this part, which is why did they call the UFO guys first? 
No way. Because uh, <laughs> Mike is an idiot. Like everything up to that point, it's like we're, we're we got to help out Mike. We got to figure this out. We got to yeah. And then he's like, no, no, no. We we let's not take him to the hospital yet. Let's call these other guys who like. By the way, have no way like indicated that they're like medical professionals. Like, <laughs> no, they're not. They're the lone gunmen. Like, I, yeah. I bet this is what I thought too, Scott, because it comes out of nowhere. Is this is part of the based on the true story part? Yeah, that's like, I yeah, bet that's what I was thinking. These yeah. guys were the guys that were there when Travis Walton reappeared, and they had to fit that in the movie or something. I, I don't know because yeah, it made no sense. Like it would have made, it would have made more sense if they like snuck into the hospital or something. I don't know, but they they I, I did like how much like moxie they had. Where they're like telling everybody else to shut up, like or yeah. leave while they conduct their important like. We're professional, damn it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, my number five is that exact same scene with those goddamn alien fingers. And it's stupid now, but oh my God, when I saw this younger, it scared the shit out of me. That's kind of the first sign of aliens. Maybe he has a couple flashbacks real quick, right? When they first touch him, maybe yeah. he does. I don't remember. Yeah. But I just remember those alien fingers going, oh my god, there's aliens out there. Mm-hmm. And this time I watched it, I'm like, it's stupid. Why would the alien fingers be there? I have no idea. But it scared me. So there you go. There's my number five. Alex. Uh, the My number five is the ship didn't, the compositing, of course, it's 93. It didn't look great, but I did like the overall design of the ship. It had, like, this mushroom shape and everything, but I thought the really inspired design choice was to make it kind of, like, cracked, like, molten lava the way it was moving. I thought that was a really cool idea. Maybe it didn't come together visually, and especially now that we have 4K TVs, but uh, I appreciate yeah. I appreciate the design choices that they made on the ship. It was cool. I agree. That's why when they asked, uh, what's his face, did it look like a saucer? Well... Well, it's it's like nothing I've ever seen before, man. I'd have to say no to that question. Because, yeah, it wasn't a saucer. Nope. All right. Scott. Number five. Uh, my number five. Uh, it, was, it was like a simple effect. And Alex, you tell me if how much compositing was there or not. But... Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The light coming out of the trees. Um. Uh, it looked like, yeah, they were, I think for a base, they did project a lot of lights through the trees. There might have been some light compositing in there, but it was really well done. But yeah, I just liked it. Like, how, yeah, you could mistake it for fire, um, but then they you take a closer look, and um, it's, it's clearly not, and then, you know, it starts moving. But, um, what, what are you laughing, Jeff? <laughs> no, no, no! I was thinking because they're they almost, but they never did the cinema sin. I kept waiting. Yeah, for it. yeah, it they almost like a did. fire in the sky, but they never <laughs> did. Yeah. Um, great name for a movie, by the way. Uh, fire in the sky, but uh, based on yeah, a true story. Yeah, just as a, as a simple effect. Uh, I was almost disappointed that they they showed so much of the the UFO. I think the movie would have been better served. If it had been much more ambiguous, um, like you still you still could have shown him getting like kind of flung in the air and have the lights and everything, but like 
or maybe some shadows being thrown off by by the thing. But I think to leave it up more to the audience, like at that point. Like, but even with the ending, because it's not really at the end. It's well at the end. It's fine. No, no, no. I mean, like the, the first the half. Exterior. The, yeah, well, the first half of the movie is like everybody doesn't believe them, and as the audience, you maybe you should wonder. Like, okay, I see. I think I, I think that would have been more. So not, you don't go home wondering, but you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see. Like, okay, the first half of the movie, like you're as the audience, you'd be unsure as well. Gotcha. Yeah, and, and, a, that, and that and that makes like James Garner's character make more sense and some of the other people. I'll get more into that, but yeah, yeah. I was kind of wondering if maybe yeah, more of the ship is shown because of the t- television technology we have. Maybe it's a little bit brighter, stands out. But I'm looking at our low res like screenshot. I'm guessing from the film. And uh, yeah, no, the ship is still very prominent. So <laughs> there's no there's no hiding that thing. Yeah. All right. Um, my number four is who stores syrup without the cap on? My God, that's just <laughs> poor. It's out in the woods. Homes owners, poor house management. I don't know. And it wasn't like it was like a. Nice maple syrup where you have there is no squeeze. That was like a Aunt Jemima or Mrs. <laughs> Butterworth yeah. with a plastic bottle to squeeze top. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, it was '77. Would they have? Did they have the plastic bottle ones or were they glass? Still, it's probably asbestos. I, it's <laughs> probably made out of asbestos. Alex, you're probably right on. However. The one they showed on screen was definitely one from the 90s. I don't think they went okay. period uh, specific. <laughs> no, they didn't, go, they didn't go picking to get uh, the right bottle. I think that's what bastards. it looked like to me. Because that was the first thing I looked for. As I'm like, oh, where's the syrup? Where's the syrup? And it sure looked like the old plastic bottle I used to have as a kid. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I still don't know why he started freaking out and he went down there to begin with. Like, I understand the syrup hit his lips and that's what threw him into the thing. But why did he start tripping balls as soon as he got in that house just because of all the people and just the people yeah like i think he, PTSD. yeah yeah it's too right. much it's too much man alex number four my number four is db sweeney i mean i get that he was a goofball on the motorcycle and everything but i thought that kind of lent to his character very well like he is just this goofball and everything he's a dreamer yeah he he's got uh Asper is like his dreams are farther than his reach. Who knows if he could have accomplished them or not? So it makes sense that this goofball idiot would like, whoa, a spaceship, let me go check it out and shit. And oh no, I'm abducted. And then the turn, like when he gets back, he does some really good subtle work. Um when he's laying there in the hospital bed while uh Robert Patrick Mike is talking to him and everything. And when he's drinking the water, just savagely gulping down that water from the sink. Oh, that was gross. He did some good work. Not top three just, work, but number four work. He, he, he really <laughs> annoyed me in this movie. Um, all right. Scott, number four. Okay. My number four. Uh, I, I liked... I really liked that in the movie, uh, mostly... Mostly... Uh, people like <laughs> aliens act act normally, like they act the way you'd think they would act. Um, yeah, uh, like they they freak out and run away. Um, like that makes total sense. Um, how Robert Patrick's character Mike 
um, wants to stay and help, but he gives in to everybody else because he's also freaked out too. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, he's he lets himself kind of be overridden there. Um, I like how um, you know his his he's he's already like having problems with his marriage, and this kind of like pushes him over the edge. So like the end of the movie, you know, he, they they divorced, or he's living out in the cabin by himself or whatever. Um, I like the way the the townspeople react. I have more to say about that. But all, all that kind of feels natural. Um, like how the, the cops don't believe a word that they say. That's totally believable. Um, you know, and then going back to the Mike's character, um, how his, his wife doesn't believe him. Um, you know, it would have been easy just yeah. to make her be like, oh, I'll support you no matter what kind of thing. But, you know, like real life's a lot messier than that. Um, so, yeah, again, I, I like that, you know, people... You know, uh, unlike a lot of like most horror movies, where they get put in these like impossible situations, um, everybody here is is acting like like you think they would. Uh, I think the, the movie served well to that. Yeah, I was gonna say though that's why I liked um, what was that movie I tricked Alex into watching? <laughs> Scary movie with the. Uh... Oh, the the woods and the the, the hap not the happening though the the, the, the the conjuring the conjuring yeah sorry I had to go kill a spider I was just gonna say Alex disappeared on us no, conjuring took him <laughs> um, when the cops they have the incidents or whatever then they call the cops over and then while the cops are there all the weird shit starts happening in front of the cops which like never happens in a movie and they're like uh all right we believe you but this is beyond us. call a priest I don't know (laughs) yeah there's a a a cool sequence in one of the paranormal movies um, where they they call in a uh, uh, like an expert or whatever like some guy that's supposed to be kind of psychic a la um, madam is her name Zelda in Tuso in Poltergeist yeah Zelda oh yeah yeah so they call him this guy like as soon as he steps foot in this house, he's like, nope, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Like, I can't help you. Like, whatever's yeah. here is, like, freaking the fuck out. I'm gone. And he just, like, walks I out. That was con- yeah. <laughs> it was I like- think that was a conjuring as well. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, it, it's, yeah, it's cool to see people who are like, nope. <laughs> we're not, we're, mm. we're just people. We're not going to deal with this shit. <laughs> it's got to be a nope for me, Doug. <laughs> All right. I think what, Scott number four? We're yeah. going to do that. Uh, Wait, we are. Oh, that was my number four. Was people like you normally? Oh, yeah. oh okay. Uh, my number three was James Garner. I do not remember him being in this. Um, he was good. I liked him. Uh, James Garner always reminds me of shit my dad used to watch. So it's <laughs> good to see it. Do, do you still have the Rocket Fi- the Rocket Files song stuck in your head, Joe? hundred uh, <laughs> percent. Maverick and all the other. Yeah, Maverick. Um. But yeah, just he was he was good here. I didn't realize that he was th- that big of a part in this. And when he showed up, I was like, "Oh, cool!" Yeah, support your local sheriff. Uh, support your local gunfighter. Mm-hmm. I remember those. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So anyway, James Garner, Alex, number three. Uh, my number three is the church scene where everybody goes to a town meeting except for Mike because he was not invited. Are you going to talk about this, Scott? Is this where you're talking about? Um, not directly. Okay, uh, and love it was it was great. Everybody's like turning on uh, 
Mike and his crew and everything, well, we all have a pretty good idea what happened. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, that would stand up in court, random fucking town guy. <laughs> and then Mike comes out and says, hey, wait a minute. He gives that great, like, heartfelt speech about, I, I grew up in this town. I live here. My kids go to your school. And he's pointing out a bunch of people that he knows that he's supposedly friends with. That was badass. Just told him, you know, tell it to my face right now. I've got something to say. Yep, everybody shut the hell up. It's like Tommy Boy. Remember, I lost my virginity to your daughter for crying out loud. Ted, you what? knew you were there. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That was a great scene. Stick your head That's... of a bull's right. ass. <laughs> Scott. Okay. Uh, my number three uh, is I I really like the, the the way they handled the the lack of gravity that was supposed to be inside the ship. Oh uh, um, yeah, that was cool. There's actually some 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 really clever wire work. Um, they obviously put a lot of practice into it. Like props to DB Sweeney here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously a lot, a lot of it was stunt double, but there were clearly shots that was him like kind of flipping around and, and doing stuff. Um, and yeah, it was, it was all pretty effective. Um, and it helped that they, you know, they cheated with like the lighting and stuff to make it easy on themselves. Uh, but then there was like that one really cool shot where he's kind of floating up or down. It's, it's unclear. Um, along with his, like his, his key, uh, that's, that's got the, uh, yeah, the, the yeah. yeah. Um, but the, the way that they kind of felt the, the same speed was, was, was well done. Um, so yeah, just, uh, some, some cool practical effects with that. Um, or a trivia, I don't, I don't know how apocryphal this may be, but like, apparently DBC and he took it really seriously, um, cause he wanted it to be like a pseudo, uh, like audition for a Spider-Man movie, which apparently James Cameron had the rights to at the time in 1993. Whoa. Um, you know, instead of Aquaman. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but obviously that did not come to to be. Uh, but yeah, just uh, cool if it's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Um, let me get. Let me ask you this: If he didn't break out of his little cocoon, would they have just left him there, and he would have rotted like the other guy that he ran into? Yeah, un- What's unclear. What's plan here? Unclear, yeah, see? Um, on, They're yeah, hick un- backwater aliens. Yeah, un- un- unclear <laughs> on, like, like how he got out of the ship. Uh, like, they kind of, kind of jokes at the end, like, they didn't like him. Um, maybe they just, like, tossed him out when, like, yeah, when they these, scooped out whatever they wanted. Yeah, when the, when the, again, the, what, what did I call it? The, the human Semen. hooch. Yeah, the the like, human hooch. <laughs> they didn't like his human hooch, and they just got rid of him. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like they, they, were, they, trying they, to, they, they were trying to give him all the pleasures of the universe, and they kept blowing on the space book, and then like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a cookbook. Bigger Wait boards. A minute, there's a bit more space dust here. <laughs> bigger boards with bigger nails. Um, <laughs> yeah. Alex gave a nice uh, Hibbard laugh right there. <laughs> well, I certainly can't right. solve this mystery. Can, can you? Well, well, give it well, a try. I am the chief of police. 
All right, uh, my number two is the big experiment scene. Um, as you already mentioned, it starts with the spacesuits. Uh, I, I will honestly say this is the first time I saw this end to end because when I watched this when I was younger, I had my eye, <laughs> my hands between my fingers or my eyes between my fingers. Um, yeah, seeing those spacesuits is kind of cool. I mean, I think they've done that in a few other movies. Even Independence Day does that, right? Like what we think of an alien form is really just their spacesuit. So I, I like that idea. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Um, yeah. But what? why a guy was just hanging out in his, I have no idea. <laughs> he was drunk and he passed out. <laughs> and then idiot them just pulling him along the ground and just i don't know i didn't they didn't look as scary as i remember them looking i don't know uh and just what their whole thing is like they put that fucking whatever the rubber yeah, big they, rubber on them yeah. and but it doesn't fit like perfectly and then they, they had more around his junk that was nice of them and then uh <laughs> And then they, you know, they cut open the eye hole and the mouth hole, but it's not nothing to see. Like he said, we already mentioned it. They just nothing to seem very precise here with these aliens. These were just, yeah, they were drunk off their own hooch. And, but I mean that that needle is what I remember more than anything as a kid. And I always Ooh. thought it went in his eye. I always because I never had my eyes open long enough. But probably did. did. Cuts away. Yeah, I'm saying we don't see it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty good, but not as scary as I remember. I remember that's just being the scariest scene of all time when I was younger, and yeah, it's pretty lame. But well, now, uh, yeah, but still, well, I don't know. I I still have the fear of this shit. Not anymore, I guess. I'm just kidding, aliens. Don't come after me. All right, uh, Scott <laughs> or Alex, number two. Uh, my number two is I like the overall theme of like uh, guilt and forgiveness and PTSD that the movie has. Um, because if it didn't, if, if it didn't have like this kind of human element and growth, then I think more of the movie would have just fallen flat on its face. Like it would have had like zero substance and wouldn't have been as impactful. Um, not that it was a financial success by any means, but (laughs) to me anyways. Um, so yeah, I liked the way, and kids do this when in the hospital bed, he points out, uh, Travis points out, you left me. And then Mike just completely turns on him. Is like, yeah, his guilt got the better of him, and he got really defensive. And then they don't see each other for two years. Uh, but it was really nice at the end where they could actually uh, confronted uh, their fears. They went back to the spot and forgave each other. Uh, so it was a nice coming back around to them being friends, and the whole motorcycle theme kind of tied it up a little bit. When he saw the sign, and that's why he went back to see him. So I thought that whole character growth was good. Great, nice. Scott, number two. Okay, my number two. Uh, you pretty much talked about it, Jeff, with the the aliens and the eye needle. Um, so the aliens, there's some some cool like puppetry going on there. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, they aren't white is scary like it's almost hard to believe that they're that strong like i guess they're just like ants or something like you mm-hmm. can't really like tell by looking at them or uh, they're using mind powers at the same time mm, as their physical powers it's very possible mm-hmm. uh and there's no gravity or different gravity so oh that's true yeah yeah there you go uh yeah just the, the way they strap them in is creepy um uh, the, the ship's creepy 
with the the eye needle that, that goes on for like ever. <laughs> that was making me squirm a little bit. Yeah, good thing um, it wasn't like zombie. <laughs> so it so eventually that, cut away. Yeah, so yeah. That, that was uh, that was a good bit of horror there. Um, before they end it. Yeah, they they, I, they keep it a pretty PG thirteen for the most part. Like I don't think there's any like like f bombs. Right, there's barely any gore other than like the body. Right, it's just kind of the goop yeah. and then like the just yeah the mummy and then like the needle bit that doesn't actually go in. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I the language thing kind of it was a little annoying because these guys are. <laughs> mountain men and they're getting accused by the cops and they're he's yelling but he's like you son of a sea cook and like they were never doing anything i thought yeah. something realistically yeah, you son bitch on the bitch and said hell a couple times i just felt that like the language would have been saltier by these oh guys. yeah like robert patrick's character yeah, a bunch so, of, like, oh yeah a bunch of uh lumberjacks 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. yeah yeah maybe that's yeah. why the movie wasn't as successful as it should have been yeah we should have had already uh, yeah just saying yeah it's just uh but it wanted to is just all that stuff I was mentioning is just it, it was all fe- very effective except again as you pointed out the aliens in and of themselves weren't that scary uh, but it's still good puppetry though like they were like little realized little monsters so yeah that's my number two all right uh, well my number one is the actual abduction scene when he gets taken away with the light on him. That scene just kind of ingrained in me, and like I wasn't scared to watch that part because I knew no actual aliens were there, so I do remember it a lot more. I did remember him being in the air, like kind of hovering. Yeah, I don't know. I thought I think maybe that's from the trailer, something they cut out, but it's definitely in the poster, and I'm thinking that's where my brain, my memories got crossed. Yeah, is it in the poster? No, the picture he's still on the ground. No, posters on tippy toes, like barely above the Uh, air. Yeah. Okay, he's barely in the air. I remember him being more in the air. But okay, anyway, right. yeah. Maybe it's for the poster. Maybe it's just from other Alien movies or X-Files or something. So yeah. I guess I misremembered it a little bit. But I definitely remember the light and him, his face and him freaking out. And that was always just, just a cool visual. Um, terrifying as heck. But yeah, just classic classic Alien abduction. Mm-hmm. Alright. Alex, number one. My number one is the operating table in the experiment's when they drag Travis uh, after they woke up the drunk alien from his nap, <laughs> kicked him in the face, is like, all right, now this is happening. <laughs> they take him over to the operating table. Uh, it was cool, him being dragged. Those clever, good, clever shots of the puppets real quick, so you can't tell how goofy they look, or they must look. Uh, and then, yeah, they look like baby grandparents, kind of, <laughs> when you see the long shots. Uh it was creepy the way they were. They turned him on his face and they're dressing him. It's like, oh shit, here comes the anal probe. And they turn him over. It's like, oh, okay, good. Oh no, here comes the cheesecloth. <laughs> they put him on there, uh, which I thought was very effective. Where they vacuum seal him into the thing and then that yeah. put that over his face so he can't breathe. It's like, damn, that's that that was suffocating me a little bit. It's like, oh, watch your knife with your little alien hands, man. You're gonna cut his <laughs> eyeball out. That was gross. <laughs> then they put the, my worst thing is like, you know. Like I've said before, the fucking lightning teeth in uh, Return of the Jedi. Stuff going in mouths. So when they put the grape jelly in his mouth, I'm like, ugh. And then they put the device on there <laughs> and in his ear. 
That was that freaked me out more than the eye thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. All right, Alex. Or sorry, Scott. Number one. My number one. <laughs> uh, so my number one. The thing I, I liked most about this movie is uh, that's why it's number one. And that. <laughs> I I thought you were gonna go with Jeff and go that it's over. I saw the credits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the the last act of the movie is him remembering everything in the ship, and that's more traditional horror. Uh, but mm-hmm. but I like mm-hmm. how the movie addresses other kinds throughout. Um, you know, there's the the horror of you know this isn't like horror as in Monsters and and uh, like existential and yeah, yeah. murders and stuff, but like the horror of being alienated, no pun intended, um, ostracized <laughs> in, in a in a small town like that. Yeah. Um, how quickly everybody turns, um, you know, like the, the horror of being accused of something that you you know you didn't do, um, you know, the PTSD. Um, when he's not actually remembering uh, stuff that happens to him, um, that that's kind of like what carries most of the movie, uh, and I and I like that the that they they spend the proper amount of time with all that stuff, and uh, I like the idea that um, for the most part the movie until again he comes back um, is about how everybody else is dealing with everything, um, so it's not his journey really, um, it's it's the the six or the other sorry. The, the other five survivors, as it were, um, and yeah, I just thought it was it, it's it felt different, um, and yeah, it felt again normal, like something that could really happen, uh, not not the alien abduction, but just everybody turning on these people. Uh, you know, like oh, alien abductions happen, bro. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we know that, but uh, the the people in that small town didn't. Uh, and then you got and you got like townsfolk. Like subtly or not so subtly, like threatening to be like, oh, I know some guys that'll make him talk. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like, and that that could have been elevated. Uh, yeah, that guy doesn't know shit. If you get like a Lord of the Fly situation, you know, piggies running up the beach, a real sexier Asmar kind of kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, he did have the conch. He did have the conch. They stopped listening to the conch though by the end. Oh, that's uh, where we went wrong as a society. <laughs> Well, it was only like social contract that we were even listening to the conch to begin with. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's true. But anyways, that that's my number one is the the different kind of like more subtle horror on display in this movie. All right, I agree with you. Anything else? Any uh, honorable mentions? Uh, nope. Alright, I don't have any either, so let's rate it. As usual, we rate on a scale of 1 to 7, 1 being garbage, 7 being perfection. Um, I give this movie a 4. Uh, I never really loved this movie, I was just terrifying. It's one of those movies that, like I said, I was scared of, but it was always out there. Um, but it, like I said, it, eh, eh, a little d- a down, but this is mostly expectations at this point. So, I'll give it a four. I can't say I don't like it, but I can't say I do like it. Alex. I'm still going to give this a five. 
Okay. I still like the, the story uh, leading up to the, the the flashback with the alien ship and everything. It was a good build up, and uh, it it I think it paid off. So I like it. Five, five for me. All right, Scott. Uh, also five. Uh, surprisingly, this movie was a, a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, all, all the stuff I mentioned, um, it just it felt different. Uh, yeah, maybe not traditionally scary. Um, but but still uh, disturbing at points, or at least uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. five. And we got. I mean, is it safe to say that Robert Patrick was the leading man in this? Yes, I'd say so. I, yeah. I think I think DB Sweeney has to do more. Like right. like in a short amount of time. Yeah, uh, with the wire work and yeah, he has to, he has to act harder. Character change, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's Robert Patrick's movie. Yeah. Must be, yeah, yeah. Don't think I've ever seen that before. We should watch Double Dragon because I, I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe it's a similar situation. We should find out. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it's time for our crossover uh, topic, <laughs> which is top five flashback sequences in movies and TV. And this was weird. And I just noticed my list is cut off, so hopefully I can find it. Um, <laughs> so, like, what's a flashback? Oh, I don't know. So yeah. This is what my list is going to be. Oh. Well, my list is of people actually remembering things, and we see that through the flashback. It's not just, oh, the movie's taking you back in time to see how something happened. Somebody actually is actually remembering something. Yes, I kind of I held myself to that same standard there, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you guys did it correctly. I think I'm failing the assignment. I also ran out of time and did not do it, so I'll take the I'll take the F on this one, or at least uh, the D minus. Is the video game give flashback you... on your yeah. <laughs> on your list? Yeah, I'll give you the worst no, grade is... imaginable: an A minus minus. Mine is more like a, it's a in the movie flashback, not a person telling a flashback. Anyway, I see. Um, uh, airplane, with oh, the dance it. sequence. <laughs> so that, that still counts because he's remembering the past. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I know that's one of the ones that oh, is okay. on course here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, well, that one's good. It's on my list too. I just kept thinking about the the old Santa that's got like the knife in the back and he's still dancing. <laughs> that's great. Uh, so this is on your list. I'll let you guys talk about it more. Alex, which number Not- five? Uh, my number five is actually a video game, uh, Halo ODST, where you're just a random Marine, doesn't speak and everything, you're like the silent hero, but every time you go to a certain section in the game, you find like an item from one of your other team members, or you find an actual other person from your team, and then you start remembering stuff of how you got onto that section of Earth, and what happened to separate you guys, and you piece the story together like that. So you're not the Master Chef? No, you're not the Master Chief. I think that's that's why Halo ODST is my favorite Halo game. It's great. Okay, Scott. Yeah, there it is. Number five. Uh, my number five, and I've, I've got a lot of mileage out of this one. That's uh, uh, Orgasmo. <laughs> that oh, Orgasmo. Yeah. yeah and, uh, <laughs> that's right. The hamster style. <laughs> Damn it. It should have been my number one. I swear. I've never <laughs> it is flashback again. ever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait, what, what was that? I missed it. Or Orgasmo when he he talks about like why he doesn't use hamster style anymore. 
Oh. And he has a flashback. And yeah. He's just like eating cereal and he tells his dad, Dad, I don't know. Alex can correct me. It's basically yeah. like, Dad, I'm not going to use hamster style anymore. And the dad goes, Okay. That's the whole yeah. flashback. <laughs> he didn't even say okay. He just goes, That's nice. And he puts yeah. his newspaper to a different page. <laughs> oh, damn it. Okay, I'm going to adjust my list here because I just thought it was a really good movie. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, my number four. Yeah, and now this one, uh, this is me where I'm cheating a little bit, but I'm going to go with Fight Club. Oh, that's so... not cheating. That's higher up on my list. Really? Yeah. I thought just more of you catching up. Like once he figures it out, it's just you catching the audience catching up with how he's catching up. But it's not like I remember when I was fighting myself in the parking lot. Remember no, that that's, scene? That's his realization. He's remembering all those moments, and she's like, "Oh shit, that's right. <laughs> I, I, I was just alone." I, I thought about Fight Club, but I just didn't remember well enough to, to like come down one way or the other. <laughs> so, I'll allow it. Um, all right. Well, then, Alex, I'll talk about it more later. So that was my number four. Alex, what's your number four? My number four is from Austin Powers' gold member. When Austin Powers is supposed to get some big award and he has a flashback of when he was a kid. (laughs) And he's like, I'd like to thank my dad. Go ahead, dad. Take a bow. (laughs) And uh, Michael Caine is not there. And everybody's laughing at Austin Powers for whatever reason. Even the janitor (laughs) at the award ceremony. As a kid, and then as an adult, pretty much the same thing happens, and the same janitor is still there laughing at him. Oh man, what a great scene! Mike O'Kane. Mike O'Kane. Mike O'Kane. All right, Scott, number four. Number four is airplane. The flashback to the <laughs> staying alive. Is. The stupid dance they do, like, <laughs> with the wires. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good. Good mm-hmm. times. I like when they're spinning around and then he's not even holding her anymore. <laughs> yeah. There's also, like, the... <laughs> Teaching them basketball. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, my number three, and this would be um, from Pulp Fiction... When Butch is remembering the watch. Oh, that's my number one. What's his butt? Jesus. All right. Um, I'll let you talk about that one then, too. (laughs) Well, now I'm curious as to what your number one is. Up his ass. Watch. It's going to be damned. Died of dysentery. Before you let those greasy get their hands on that watch. Good, good editing and post there, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> a self-edited. Thank you very much. Uh, um, Alex, number three. My number three is from a Pixar film, Ratatouille. At the very end, when the mean old uh, food critic takes one bite of this untraditional Ratatouille. It's, oh man, it's such a great scene. The camera just zooms in straight as to his face really fast. And he's back in his childhood, back to when his mother used to make ratatouille for him and takes him back to that moment. And he's in love with it. He loves the dish. The end. He loves the dish. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Rakakuni? <laughs> it is not Rakakuni. There's no flashbacks in that movie. Or maybe there was. Yeah. You get, I don't know. Who knows? One Everything version there was, in that movie. for sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Wait, was that from the Everything All Aware? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, Rakakuni. Every Which Way But Loose? Yeah. Rakakuni. All right. Scott, number three. Uh, my number three is from Brain Candy. Uh, when, when he, when he <sighs> mentions that he had, uh, uh, that he also, his dad suffered from depression. <laughs> yeah. It's a flashback. Yeah. <laughs> hey, son, did you clean the house? Good. Yeah. What about the gun? <laughs> did you clean uh, the gun? Get <laughs> 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 a penny for him. He speeches out like kind of like paws at his face. <laughs> it's so dark. It's so funny though. Did you clean the gun? <laughs> the delivery on that so amazing. Uh, Six shots later, he finally hit a vital organ yeah. and died. Uh, number three, brain. <laughs> All right, uh, my number two is from Terminator, and it's kind of like when Reese is telling, well, it's the future, but it's his past, <laughs> telling oh, about, fuck. you know, Damn, that's the, good. Yeah. the robot wars and the dogs down there and mm-hmm. finding the Terminators and all that shit. So it's Reese's story. I just like it because it is, it's technically the future, but it's his past, and it gets this cool little... Cool little way to present it. Yeah, that's good. So, Terminator. Alex, number two. My number two is Fight Club. I really like that when, yeah, uh, Edward Norton is finally, uh, or Cornelius, because that's the only name that we know him by, even though it's probably fake, is confronted by Tyler Durden, and he tells him about all this stuff, and then he's suddenly, like, awash with memories. Like, oh, shit, yeah, that was just me, and I made up Tyler Durden. It was like, it was great. Well, there was a real guy in, like, in the very beginning, right? Yes. So, I yeah. think it was yeah. a real guy. They both had the same briefcase. But then after that, he molded his yeah. that yeah. Tyler Jordan persona. After, like... After him. Like, making everything else about it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, brief- just, you... like, just like... Sorry, that's breaking. before the airplane scene, though, right? He sees so him. When he's he talking to him, him the, the... He sees him in the airport. And right. then after that, yeah, I think everything is, like made up right yeah i think i agree with that okay mm-hmm. and just like in uh brain candy he tries to commit suicide shoots himself in the face doesn't die <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right scott number two two is is pulp fiction in the gold watch this watch your father it's gonna be damned Put it up his ass. There we go. We're going to do that all day. <laughs> Ladies uh, and gentlemen, Foo Fighters. <laughs> you in the uh, red. What did I say about the scooching? The scooching. <laughs> I've been on a Quentin Tarantino kick again lately. I've been watching a bunch of documentaries on him. I watched uh, Death Upon Proof a the other day. Hollywood. Oh. Again. I did <laughs> yes. watch Hollywood again. <laughs> I love that movie. Um. All right. Uh, my number one, and uh, this is when Gandalf is describing how he's returned and his battle with the Balrog. Fuck! And... Damn, that's man. Good. You could. I. You know, Jeff. I would also allow as your number one uh, when he tells Frodo. Ditka. He tells Frodo he was delayed, but also did. That's you know what. I almost started this I, when I started doing this. I was almost going to go into that scene. And I forgot. <laughs> those are two different scenes. So you're right. Yeah. I'm sorry, Frodo. 
I was delayed. But the beginning of Two Towers and him fighting the yeah, Balrog yeah. are so badass. Smote his ruin upon the mountainside. <laughs> mountainside. Yeah. Sorry, Frodo. I got my ass kicked by an older wizard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alex, number one. Uh, Pulp Fiction. The Watch. It's the first thing that I thought of when it, when it came to flashbacks. Uh, kind of a flashback, but also kind of a dream. But it really happened, so I still count it. And this stupid wife, <laughs> pregnant wife, was thinking too much about blueberry pancakes to remember the damn watch on the kangaroo. Yeah. Bedside table on the kangaroo. Hey, but it worked out. He got himself some pop tarts and uh, took out um, uh, Mr. Kata. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Never leave your Uzi on the counter when you take a shit. Yeah, I know. Why wouldn't he take it in there? Well, pretty much, yeah. you know, like, every time he shits in that movie, something bad happens. <laughs> yeah. All right, Scott, number one. Uh, my number one is The Usual Suspects. When, uh, oh, when Agent awesome. Kuyan is, like, in yeah. slow motion, like, putting together, like, all the different, like, like clues, for lack of a better term. Um, yeah, it's it's good shit. At least the first time around. <laughs> it's, I mean, it still holds up. But, yeah, the yeah. first time was like, oh, my God. Skokie, Illinois, uh, Barbershop yeah. Quartet. Yeah. He's like, this actor is a fucking just mess. The director's even worse. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my <Yeah>. God. <laughs> Kaiser Shose. Uh, um... All right. Uh, any honorable mentions? I, I think I turned my D minus into like a solid B. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, was bad. yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I I have uh, a dishonorable mention. Uh, Jeff, oh, okay. care to take a uh, guess? Oh, it was okay. Something that had constant flashbacks that I hated. It was one of your stories. One of my stories. Oh. <laughs> The Miracu? Yes. Arrow. Oh, <laughs> Arrow. Yeah. Arrow. I yeah. mean, that was before the Miracuru. He was still like on I that know. goddamn island. <laughs> oh, he went to China for a little bit, but then went back to the island. Like, I still I, I still love telling people that, like, yeah, I watched it, and I was getting tired of them going to the island, like, or doing the flashbacks to the island. And then I got to an episode where he literally goes back to the island, like, on his own. I'm like, no! Peace <laughs> out. He just left here. Just peaced out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, those first six seasons were rough, but after that, <laughs> if you get through that, then it's really good. Uh, uh, and, uh, I hate those people. Don't don't recommend a show if it gets good after twenty four episodes. Uh, but then an honorable. I mention. like that show, so I stand by it. But it did. <laughs> but the flashbacks were a bit much. I agree. Yeah, not to into something that we feels like we did this somewhat recently. I want to say at least this year, uh, and that is um, Citizen Kane. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. A lot of flashbacks. The, the whole movie's a flashback. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, yeah. I was that you could have said Family Guy, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. yeah, the cutaways, the, the flashbacks. Yeah. 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 I, at first, I thought some, about Scrubs, but like ones. Scrubs is all like fantasy. It's not actual. Like, sometimes they do flashbacks, but it's mostly just fantasy. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite Simpsons things is when Homer is remembering 
like the first time he drank and he crashed his little bike or whatever. And we never, let's never drink again. And, and we, we never, never did. did. <laughs> glug, glug, glug. Yeah. When I was so right. <laughs> Yeah. All right. It's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex and I like sports. Sports ball? My news today is fuck you, Jeff. Woohoo! <laughs> Goddamn fantasy football. <laughs> My team did really, really well. And of course, I would have beaten anybody else on our fantasy football league except for Jeff. <laughs> this is fucking on fire. This goddamn San Francisco defense plopped. So did my kicker. Scott damn it. You can't you can't Both blame the kickers sucked. You can't blame the kickers. Yeah. They're the best athletes on the My- field. You know, it's just... <laughs> Najee Harris, uh, yeah, he did pretty poorly. But everybody else, like Jalen Hurts, Higgins, Pickens, they were all, man, dominating. Still, Higgins not good enough. <laughs> so, so after finishing dead last in the, the same league last year, uh, I decided I would, I would do this league and another league. And uh, I'm I am 0-2 in both leagues, so technically I'm 0-4. Uh, yeah, I apparently suck at fantasy football. I thought that maybe that should have been apparent after last after last season, but uh, yeah. Well, you I, dominate at real football, so it's it's only well, fair. I mean, it is, it is true. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what to do. Uh, I. I, I don't know. I think you know what it is. I think I'm too smart for fantasy football. <laughs> I think I think that's my favorite. classic nerd defense. Yeah, I like overthought it. And I went to like try and juice stats, and that's what bit me in the ass. Also, it didn't, it didn't help in my other league that Cooper Cup is hurt. So, yeah, well, you should have known that when you drafted fool. Well, he was still up here. <laughs> Um, I just want to say there's only been two games and I already have a hundred more points than you. <laughs> than, than Alex or me? You. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> Christ. Alex, I have 90 more points than and you must have mm. got most of those points this week. Last week yes, you must have been I bad. know. I have I was in the sixties okay. last week. It's like Jesus <laughs> okay. age. Everybody had a slow start on my team. I mean I did I did get like a fair amount of points this week though. Like I didn't do poorly, it's just I think I was like in an Alex right. situation. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for Neam News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Okay. So, uh, just a, a couple of game notes here. Uh, I, <laughs> thanks to Starfield still being a potato on my computer, oh. uh, I've been able to dedicate more time to Baldur's Gate 3. And I finished up a run of that uh, over the weekend. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's uh, as I've been saying, it's a pretty cool game. Uh, I was disappointed in one aspect of it, so I'm not going to spoil here. But uh, just overall, great, great voice acting, great dialogue, um, great story, even though it's a little, like, out there. <laughs> um, yeah, I just uh, recommend it. Uh, a lot of strategic thinking a lot of swearing and save scumming uh but i managed to, to get my way through it and i look forward to my whatever dlc or 
uh, other piece of additional content is released for it. So um, here's a question. Now that you've finished it, are you going to go for the world record in the uh, sex speed run? <laughs> when I heard this, I was like, this is yeah, incredible. Okay. Yeah, like I'm, I, I haven't looked it up, but like, how fast is it? Do you know? I think one of the one of these videos says the former world record is four minutes and twelve seconds. It's, <laughs> it's faster than that. Somebody got to sleep with somebody else in Baldur's Gate three in under four minutes. I mean, well, I, four that, minutes. And 12 I'm trying to think of like how you like do that without using exploits because. The very first part of the game takes like at least like like five minutes like <laughs> just moving your character from point a to point b <laughs> there's no sex there but hey mm-hmm. what do i know i know i gotta watch as soon as i haven't seen any of the, of the speed for videos yet but i gotta watch it so but yeah <laughs> I, wanna, I wanna see how they do it <laughs> i did i did i did spend a lot of time on that uh on that game that is not not on the sex uh, yeah. Although, sure. although sometimes, I'll, I'll uh, moving on to movies. Uh, so Gareth Edwards, the creator, was screen recently. Uh, it's getting a lot of good buzz. Uh, this is his first movie that he's directed since Rogue One back in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm kind of kind of interested to see this. Um, I, I I think we're all in agreement that. Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie since the original trilogy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to see what he does with the like this big sci-fi actioner. Um, Wait, who, who's doing this? Sorry, I missed it. Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards. Oh, I don't know about that, Scott. He don't think he did much of Rogue One. What? <laughs> oh. No, they, they basically Kennedy? like re-edited it and they brought in, yeah, they redid it and Gilroy came in. So we don't know how much of what Gareth, Gareth Edwards actually went into Rogue. Um, we don't. Know. Hmm. I mean, you're, you're, I will defer to you on this. Uh, I, I just know that it does feel different than any of the other Star Wars movies. It does. It definitely does. But um, well, like I, I mean, for like a lot of it wasn't scripting stuff in in, in Rogue One that I that I really liked. Like I feel like it's the only Star Wars movie to really get like scale right since the original trilogy, like the, the big mm-hmm. space battle, um, like just the way that that looks and feels, you know, the, the fighting on the ground, um, the way that looks, um, I don't know. Like I think Gilroy is more of a writer than a director, right? Well, I guess he's did one of the Bourne movies though. Probably. I don't know. Um, anyway. Yeah. Like I, again, I won't defer to you though, Jeff, if you, if that's the, the word on the street, um, that is the word. Well, I will. I will give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, still, check out the creator when that's available. Um, finally, moving to the TVs uh, or streaming services. Anyway, uh, I I think I'm caught up on Ahsoka. I think there's only five episodes out, right? I think oh, one came out today. But yeah, I haven't seen that one. Okay, I've only seen three episodes, so I have to catch up. Okay, so I won't spoil too much. Um, people were 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 clamoring for some of the stuff that happened in the the latter episodes, and I must have missed something. 
they were they were they were they were fine, but it wasn't like awe inspiring, as as some people were. Like, I don't know. Maybe I need more of a background with uh, rebels or whatever with the Ahsoka character from the animated stuff. Uh, but it just a lot of stuff did not land with me. Um, I enjoyed it, but yeah, but it wasn't like the end all be all I, for me i agree with you scott and i do think if you watched clone wars and i mean alex not spoiler anakin may yeah. or may not show up and oh, that <laughs> uh, was already a given yeah and so the yeah. relationship showing the relationship in like some scenes with him and ahsoka his padawan and i i think that's what got a lot of people i think you're right i think it was kind of missed on people like us who really didn't watch it but you know it's just good to see him with some act, an actual director, and he—I thought he was better, <laughs> better acting. Yeah, better no, like I, 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 yeah, I liked. Don't get me wrong, I liked, I liked seeing him. Um, I liked the where they were going with with a lot of that stuff. I didn't understand like whatever that lesson was, was supposed to be in the last episode. Like, if that makes any sense to you, Jeff. yeah. Like I did not understand. It makes that. sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, I kind of agree too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we'll talk about it when it's series. Yeah, so over, once yeah, so once Alex catches up with with like the fifth episode, then we'll get more in depth there. Uh, but yeah, I, I I still like all the things that I like. So <laughs> Ray Stevenson is still really cool. Um, I still like Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I'm still annoyed at just how dumb and stupid the the New Republic is. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I do I've 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 kind of grown to like the the old uh, uh, X-wing pilot. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> kind of been like a connective tissue um, between several of these series now. Yeah, he's kind of like the Agent Coulson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of, of this. Um, uh, and yeah, actually, this is the first time I've actually good. seen him like not be like not a Mary Sue, but. He's like, yeah, I don't think we should be doing this. We should get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah. where he, where he's like acting like a real person. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway, that's that's it for me. Um, Alex, anything you want to go over? Uh, I'm running Starfield pretty well on my machine. Sorry, Scott. <laughs> you and it's a uh, pretty cool. Uh, I mean, every NPC character is a Bethesda face, so they're kind of very robotic and everything, but they they look okay. They look pretty good. Um, so far, I'm enjoying my time. Uh, I like the third-person shooting a little bit better, just because I generally like third-person shooters better. Uh, I know it's the game is more calibrated for first-person, so you're going to be a little bit more accurate. If you're more comfortable with that, but third person's still not bad, and it's negligible enough that I play the most of the game like that. Um, the ship flying's okay; it's pretty good uh, since it's not a dedicated like space flight sim. The controls are all right. Uh, the ship builder though is pretty awesome. <laughs> it's a little tricky because you can't just have like a blank canvas and build a ship from scratch. You actually have to buy a ship. And then you go into the shipbuilder and then delete all those parts. And that gives you money back so that then you can pick and choose whatever parts are available at the shipyard. 
to put a completely like original ship together. So that it feels a little bit weird that it's a roundabout way of doing it. It's not too bad, but it is very interesting. I spent too many hours <laughs> trying to build a ship, and ultimately I just reloaded an old save because I didn't like it, and I got all my money back. Yeah, there's, people have made some uh, some pretty cool ships that look a lot like ships from other IPs. <laughs> ah, that's cool. That. I don't want to look at those because I just want to go in fresh and, and do kind of my own thing, but I'll look at them yeah. later after I build my ship. But so far, so good. Yeah. Pretty cool. I, uh, I, I want to play it, so... Uh, I know, get to wait for some updates. <laughs> I, I know somebody that it works on their like laptop just fine. Like wow, yeah. I don't know what it is about my computer. I heard that they had some deal with AMD, so the game works a lot better on AMD systems and graphics cards over right. Nvidia. Oh, I mean, I'm well. I mean, I'm Intel Nvidia. That laptop was um, AMD processor, but still Nvidia graphics cards. So okay, I don't that know. might that might just be the difference, also. Yeah, it could be my processor. Because yeah, I got the same thing on my on my machine. An just, AMD I just, processor. I got the Ryzen and the uh, an Nvidia. All, all I'm saying is, is my computer runs everything else I want it to, <laughs> except except Starfield. And Starfield's not pushing the envelope graphically. It's really not. So I don't understand. Yeah, it isn't. Even on high, on high settings, it runs really well. So yeah, it must just be like that AMD bullshit thing that they have so that's why they haven't optimized it yet for all systems i was younger i'd be raging Mm -hmm. yeah you can still see pictures of naked ladies on your computer right and and he probably can't because he's been looking at too many pictures of naked ladies that's why his computer doesn't work well i mean i'm i am almost blind at this point so Maybe that is uh, <laughs> dead silence after I said that. <laughs> it's very telling. Uh, I mean, you. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> you think you think I just like sit doing these podcasts and just. Anyway, uh, I, think I got anyway. these forearms working out. <laughs> <laughs> gotta gotta keep the circulation going. Right? I don't want to. What's what's the the, the thing? That old people get the uh, thrombosis. Deep vein thrombosis, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah I avoid <laughs> you that. don't want a dick vein thrombosis. Yeah. Well, maybe I do. Uh, <laughs> Ew. Anyway. Uh, moving along. Uh, anything, anything else, Alex? <laughs> nope, that's it for me. <laughs> All right. Jeff, anything you want to go over? Um, yeah, I've also been playing StarCraft, and I've been using the Zerg, and um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it works fine on my computer. Fucking Zerg Rush. Dream. <laughs> uh, not much. I've been watching Winning Time, but I think I heard that it's been canceled, and this is the last season, which, what? that's true, really pisses me off, because I know how this season ends, and, uh, I mean, I'm assuming I know how it ends, I... It's not gonna be good. That the show ends with what's gonna happen because they don't get a chance to come back and beat Cancer. certain city on the East Coast. <laughs> oh, I thought it's like, oh, we don't get to see how Magic Johnson beat AIDS. Or that too. AIDS, I mean, AIDS, not beat AIDS, 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 but that about that whole thing. Right. And, uh, <laughs> I really thought this show was gonna be like, 
He'll follow the Lakers for a little bit, and then it could change franchises. Because it's called winning time, colon, the Laker dynasty. But it could be, you know, yeah. if, you, if you wanted to, you could follow the Patriots, or you could follow the Red Wings, or whatever. But you could, you could, you could follow whatever. the, the Kings Flippers, in, the, Angels. in the late 2000s. Yeah. So anyway, I hope that's not true, but I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, other than, and uh, there you what? go, <laughs> Minnesota Timberwolves. What else? I think that's it. I've been mean, watching Ahsoka. I haven't seen the one that just came out today. And yeah, I said I already mentioned I've been watching Quentin Tarantino movies. So that's it. There it is. Yep. Okay. It sounds like we're we're good. Yeah. Oh, I also we got a giant twelve foot skeleton for our front yard, and it's pretty badass. <laughs> it's pronounced Skellington. So, yeah. but I don't know where we're going to store it the rest of the year. So that really only can you that, but... can you equip it with a sign of McGook? Yeah, probably. I, I did name him Jabontic. So. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I mean, I guess I wish, twelve I feet a little speaker is... out there. <laughs> I guess twelve feet is big. <laughs> I guess. I guess. What's the matter, Yank? Skeleton. Not I do want to enough. put a little, a little speaker out there and just have it play the EverQuest sound effects for the skeleton. Dude, yeah, <laughs> it's great. Every day until like Thanksgiving, <laughs> until <Christmas>. next Halloween. <laughs> neighbors gonna love it. Although I think all your neighbors are like yeah. hard of hearing, right, Jeff? So it probably wouldn't matter. It's weird. Old people hearing though, they can't hear words, but they can hear noises. Like <laughs> my dad, my dad couldn't understand anything. But then the car wash, like a car, is like has a squeaky hinge at the car wash behind their house, and they'd be like, "Oh damn, call the city." So <laughs> who knows? Yeah, call the president. <laughs> Get the wall raised. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a fight. My mom is still fighting today with this goddamn people, but they did. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>